Stop talking. You're, you're, you're losing, you're losing footage. You're losing material. Tennessee whiskey talking. Everybody, it's Bar Bar, and it's Tuesday, the day before we got a release tomorrow. Yeah, and we had so a busy weekend, so we Vince weren't able to record. Hard. Yeah, Vince was working. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah. Working on some extra shit tonight before he goes to sleep too, like the yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. No, guaranteed this one will be late. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones were by mistake, but this one will definitely be late. Uh-uh, you better get this shit out. <laughs> I know, I already had some complaints. Yeah. That it, it ain't out on time, so. Uh, we are back. It's Tuesday. We had a busy weekend. Family parties. Yes. Our boy, uh, Happy Wong birthday John. to Caven. Yeah. Nephew Caven turned five years old. That was Sunday, so that's why we didn't record. We're down at the beach. It's been nice here in San Diego, so we spent a lot of time out there and try not to turn the AC on because that shit gets expensive. But once again, my name's Rich D, and to my left, I'm for Dave, Uncle Dono. And to my straight. What's up, everybody? Vince T. Guam John is MIA. He's just at work. We spent time work. with his son. It's all right. Uh, it's all good. Yep. Had, I know he had a busy week. But today at the par bar. Who we got? Who we got? We got our carpenter. Yee! <laughs> hey, Seuss himself. Hey, senor, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mark Fuentes, back hey, again. Thanks, Mark. Thanks. What's happening? Hey, half a day, my, my, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Mark came over the, today. Uh, we had some time, and Mark uh, brought over some tools. He's he been working on the uh, table that's been supposed to be done like four months ago. Yeah, that was the table that Rich D said he was going to do. No, no, no. That was Uncle No-No who said that's a good idea. We should bring that here. Yeah, he brought it here. Actually, worse, worse than Mexican time. Actually, you, man. Mark. Uh, Mark's the one who brought it here. Mark, Mark would confirm, right? Mark. Uncle yeah. No-No was like, hey, that's a good idea. We should get one. And I went ahead and he, he called him. I called his bluff and I went and got him one. And Rich came and picked it up, brought it over to the pad. And no one went crazy on it for about two days sanding it. Yeah. <laughs> like sanding the, just sand the shit out of it. Block sanding. <laughs> <laughs> it was the back of like, his head block thing. But like, I think, I think the thing was I, one, I didn't know how, how big that thing was going to be. So that thing's like 370 pounds. Right? Just that's without any cable on that motherfucker. Cable, it's a couple thousand, a couple yeah. tons. Oh. Right? So that's. And then Vince was like, well, maybe we could drop it off tomorrow. When I picked it up, and I was like, no, this shit got to come off my truck today. <laughs> <laughs> this shit going to fuck my suspension up. <laughs> uh, but I ended up dropping it, I think, in the morning. And I just... Uh, yeah, and I, I, man, I didn't know how big that thing was either. He yeah. said it was big. I was like, ah, all right, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be the small one. Like, right. Because you guys said you wanted big. I was like, damn, I couldn't get a hold of the one of the real big ones. They all still have wire on them. Yeah. So I was like, well, hope, hopefully this won't work. And Rich saw it. He's like, yeah, that, that'll work. Like, like, yeah, looking at it now outside of the uh, where we got it from, yeah, that's a big ass table. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess when you see it, like, 
in the big yard with all the other big ass fucking spools. You're like, yeah. this is small. Yeah, it's a little one. Yeah, a coffee table. Yeah, but yes. when you bring it to my yard, with it, it number like a, a it like around a con- it. Yeah. it looks like a conference table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. Paint that bitch but, black. But don't worry, everybody that's listening, you guys will see it at PIFA. That's yeah. our plan. That's so. our plan. It's gonna be done. Yep. Hopefully, I'm gonna uh, buy us all little mini swords and we're gonna put it down, like just like the Knights of the Round Table. It's gonna be tight. See, it's gonna be see that's that video game shit that Rich huh? always be doing. No, man, it's mythology. Right? No. <laughs> he said right? Yeah. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, like I said, it's been a busy, busy week. Um, and it's already been a busy week, actually. Oh, yeah. With uh, today, uh, like just dropped today, North Korea making more threats. Yeah, that's and, crazy. And uh, Trump mm-hmm. came, back, came back and fired off. Talk some shit. North Korea yeah. was like, well. They tag is the Korea. What you guys think about that? That shit's crazy. I mean, I mean, that's a, to me, that's the reality. Yeah, if yeah. shit goes down, who's number one? Who's the first line of defense? Guam. It's Guam. Yeah. And we hope our allies, you know, like Japan and stuff like would help. But well, it's a strategic location in the Pacific, so right? who wouldn't want to go after it? It's the same thing that Japan did during the World War II. Right. I mean, and that's just not, that's like in all of history. Yeah, during when Spain was going through, you know, anybody sailing through that way, it's a key part in in the Pacific. So it is the key part in the Pacific. So that's, a, I mean, that's a, the sad reality. And I, I mean, we've had talks on here regarding like independence for Guam and, and <clears throat> things like that. And which is, I believe it should be more independent and it should have a little bit more say about what happens for the people of Guam since we're not a state and they won't allow us to be. But the reality is, I mean, when shit goes down, no one's gonna let them let Guam yeah. be alone. At least that's how I see it. No, no one's gonna be like, oh, you know, they're they're independent. And then These guys are fighting for their own rights. Yeah, <laughs> we'll let them deal with our missile. Yeah. <laughs> no. to, Guam seems to have their own issues right now. We're just gonna leave them alone. Okay, we're gonna go around them. Yeah, they got this. Yeah, they got this. Let's go fuck with Tonga. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like this shit's not gonna happen. These guys are really gonna be indigenous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's scary. I mean, for real. Like I think what I read. On, on the news, something like September 9th would be the ideal time. I guess they they would want to launch their missiles or whatever from Japan, uh, from North Korea. Korea. North Korea. Ooh, why yeah. not the 11th? I mean, Man, if, he's trying, to make up, a, if yeah. he's trying to make a statement, September 11th would be the day. Yeah, it would be yeah. a day. <clears throat> but that's what they had. I guess uh, I guess all the Big intelligence attacks on, on America. You know, and the, the, the scary part about it is, uh, you know, we've got, we've got family over there, too. Right, you know, yeah. and that's that's one of the major things that's on everybody's minds over here. When you hear that kind of a threat, automatically you think family back home. Right, you know, and you would hope that something didn't happen, where it endangers the the safety or the lives of the family back home. Right, I mean that's 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 the shitty thing is you don't we we're we can't do anything here. It's all. So, <clears throat> so what happens if like just, just I mean crazy thought? What we can do something here. We can pull pull together like a SEAL team group. To go venture off into one of these places. Bunch of spear fishers. <laughs> we could all grab our spear guns and our telagers, capture some people, and go into the mountains of uh, Colorado and control all the. Uh, what do you call that? <laughs> I what? I don't know where you're going, where with, you this? going with this. All the missiles. All the missiles. Isn't there like a uh, in Colorado? Isn't there like a uh, a mountain there that? It's everywhere. There's all kinds of missile silos all over. The- yeah, I think no, Seattle's. Colorado, are, I think Seattle's. Think Colorado, are, I think Seattle's. Colorado I think are number it. one. Yeah. Yeah. No, but isn't there like a station in Colorado, like one of the mountains? I'm sure there is. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there. No, one that you're not I, supposed I to know, know about. 
Yeah, no, because I remember I lived. Wait, I, I stayed in Colorado for like two years in the Springs, and I heard that they have something in the mountains, like a, like a um, what do you call that shit? Like a military base inside of a mountain. Yeah, it controls a lot of shit. Hidden yeah. missile yeah. silos and stuff in the mountains. Right. No, like I believe it. I stayed in Ridgecrest too. I seen airplanes coming out of the damn ground. You see, like, uh, Noel just, like, wandering in the woods and, like, runs up on, a, like, a military base. <laughs> hey, dude, what you guys doing over here? Yeah. <laughs> you want puka? <laughs> just, like, smoking a fucking cigarette. It's like, oh, shit. He's like, hey, you guys dude. aren't doing this right? Let me show you. Dude, you guys <laughs> never tried this. Uh... Dude, I'm from Guam. We got puka here. Bitch, I can do this. <laughs> and then they, they try it, dude, and they pass out, and then I just move on to the next guy, ask him if he wants puka. <laughs> Until I get to the control room. Oh, shit. Double O tree. <laughs> Pugat tree. Double O tree. Pugat tree. Double O tree. That's fucking. The, the tomorrow fucking, uh, what's it called? James uh, Bond. Yeah, James Bond. Oh, we got to do that. Oh, we got to make God. a skit out of Call that. Call me no. No, no. <laughs> Uncle James, no. James, James. James Babota. <laughs> Go my bon. Go my bon. Oh my god. Call yeah. me James. James Go my bon. That's too much, dude. That's too much. I can see hey. it already. Diablo Nine. 7. All right, so got his got his tuxedo on with his uh his ori. <laughs> so, so now he on. Set up a tie. Oh. That fat ass and all he do. <laughs> all right. Hey, no, ser- serious though. Back to that real quick. So, what what does everybody want? Like, they want the the land. Is that no, what they want? For respect, dude. No, 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 no. Like, just who like Korea? Yeah. I think they're looking what for. Do, what do they want? What do they want to do? Trying to, with, they're trying to, trying to push statement. over our motherfuckers, dude. Yeah, I mean, they're just. So, what happens if everybody just dips? What do you mean? Dipped out of where? Out of Guam. I'm not. I was just a crazy thought. Like, what? What what do they want? That would for? never happen. No, I, no. But I'm just saying. It's just the, the, what would what would like the, if they abandon islands? Right. Well, so what what is the advantage there? Just the is another it, place for them to establish themselves. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a it's a key spot to reach different parts of the world. You know, with like uh, missiles and yeah. nuclear shit, and it's like halfway through. Like yeah, it's like the biggest. It's like a half island. Point. Oh, so it's like halfway a stopping point everywhere, right. dude. Like, to take control. All the currents of points, uh, point to to Guam. That's why everyone always found it. Yeah. Oh. By the trade winds, I guess. I mean, that's probably yeah, something. See, that, I didn't know. I, I didn't yeah. know what everybody's after. Like, yeah. The North Star. Yeah. Who used to box that Pugwa? They have the best Pugwa on the yeah, south they, side. They, they, they yeah. want the Uga. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, what, yeah, is that it's the just, advantage? I it's think just it's just a key Where board. it is on the earth? Like, yeah. the location of the right. earth? Location, location in the Pacific. It's just a military strategic. Oh, <clears throat> the reason that, why that the U.S. Sense. wanted right. it. After the Spanish-American War, and they made it. Yeah. And Japanese came in, invaded. They use it for the same thing. It was just a strategic spot in the Pacific during the war. They can reach yeah. everybody else. Yeah, because it was for the Americans. It was it was such a long flight, fuel and everything else to get to where they needed to be. With Guam there, they could stop fuel, yeah. and it was a shorter trip. And Guam, Guam got some shit. Guam got more shit than motherfucking North Island. Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. Military-wise? Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't oh, really know about... Oh, and actually, like FYI, I don't know if we, we talked about this. I don't think we did. Mark was uh, also in our military. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. 
He was in the chair force. Salute he to did, the uh, He did laundry. Chair force. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the chair force. <laughs> it's messed up, yeah. dude. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you were an Army Ranger, correct? Yes. And how long were you in uh, the military? Uh, seven and a half years active. Seven and a half years active? Oh, yeah. And then what do you guys do? You guys are like uh, two, three years out, uh, inactive? Um, I was obligated to do all together before I came off status where I could get called back 10 years after I got out. Oh, damn. So I had 10 years from the day I got out to get called back in because of my specialty. Oh, okay. Which I actually did when um, when the war started, last war started, I actually got a letter from the Department of the Army <clears throat> telling me to go down and talk to a recruiter about re-upping to go back to duty because at the time, my MOS, which is a combat medic, Ranger qualified, was at a shortage. So went down, I talked to the recruiter, and I was going to get like a $30,000 re-up bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep keep the rank that I came out or got out with. It was okay. good, right? A good deal, but um, I, I didn't pass my physical. You know, I had just too many injuries from when I was in stuff that was aggravated because I was out. Just couldn't pass the physical. How many years um, were you out at that point? Um, I got out off of active duty in 1996. Huh. It was in 2001. Okay. Damn. And it, all the injuries are like what from like maybe jumping and yeah parachute jumping. Um, I had a couple <clears throat> a couple of helicopter crashes that I was in and messed up my back, my knee. Man. Parachute jumping wasn't, wasn't too good on the back. Yeah. What's that like? <clears throat> helicopter crash. Yeah, I mean I'm sure it's crazy. Too, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying well, well, that's not, not a ride at Disneyland. I tell you that shit. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> you know, for like for like two seconds, you're like, oh, this is fun, and then reality oh, sets in. No, you're no. like, no, it ain't. Damn, I could die. Yeah, I'm to, I might be dying right now. You know? and, because you don't know if you could jump out, dude, and uh, on your some way out, you'll catch a blade to the neck or something. Yeah, nah, and, you know, they train you, you stay in. You, yeah. Or you just take it as it goes. Take the impact. Um, the, the last one that I had, I was actually served a year over in Egypt, Sinai. And we were on an old Israeli air base <clears throat> that was in the uh, north side of the Sinai Peninsula. And we were actually going through some pilot training <clears throat> where they pulled this 100-foot hover. <clears throat> and I'm on one side, the crew chief is on the other side, and we call side-to-side drift as to cover. Lines down on the tarmac. <clears throat> we have to keep track of the drift. The hydraulics went out. The hydraulics went out, and uh, you just hear the, you hear the motor just makes a sound. It's like, <clears throat> where it winds down. Ooh, yeah. That's and, scary. And normally you would hear that because there's actual drill for that where we're about 1,800 feet in the air, and they do a simulated engine failure where you, I drop the hydraulics and everything, and the uh, old UH-1... Huey helicopters, they move in on an auto-rotation. So whatever the blade is doing is what the, the aircraft is moving on. We, we would do that, but they would bring everything back up, and we'd get back to flying. So to hear that during a different drill, you knew something was wrong. And right away, you hear the panic in the pilot's voice, yelling out, mayday, mayday, mayday. It, just, it happened fast. Man. I just remember when I woke up, <clears throat> I was in the, the hellhole, they call it hellhole, facing out sideways of the aircraft. And I was underneath the seats wrapped up. And I came to, and my back was hurting, but I could feel my legs moving and everything, and I was able to crawl over to the crew chief. He was knocked out, um, but he was alive, and I looked over at the pilots, and they were crashed. They were, they were alive, but they were crashed because their faces are so close to the, to the right. instrument panel. Right. You yeah. know, they, they, they smacked their face in their head, so I was actually able to get back on the radio and call Mayday out again and give our location and start rolling all the medics and everybody out. They carted everybody off. But luckily, you know, like I said, I was able to work on the crew chief who probably had it the worst out of everybody. Mm. 
because he was on what they call a monkey monkey strap, which is a strap that goes to your harness, gives them full movement around the cabin of the, the helicopter. So he's tethered off. I was tethered off on a short tether, so I just got thrown around basically where I was sitting. He got tossed around the whole cockpit, cabin of the helicopter. So he was he was pretty jacked. Damn, that fucking sucks, man. Just really like thinking about it, I'm like, fuck. Now that yeah, he like explains shit. it in detail, that's dude. some shit to fucking go yeah. through. It's like man. a movie you know almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean, you know, like yeah. the scene in the movie. That's well, what. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like when you were like, well, how's that? I'm like. Okay, it's even like Universal Studios. Well, you know what like I mean, bro. Because <laughs> it's not like you can't you can't go and and do that in like in life. <laughs> but, bro. Hey, like, now you have, now not you a, have a new respect. Like when you watch the movie, like a plane uh, helicopter gonna go down, you're like, oh shit. And then like a yeah. like a. Hey, la la, that's a burn mark. <laughs> la la, dude, I feel your pain, dude. I seen how the helicopter crashed, dude, and I seen how you fell from one side to the other, and man, I know that hurts, dude. You could have got thrown out, dude, and got caught by a blade, but you know. What part you still here? Wants to pull what? That's crazy, man. I don't think you. I don't think you told me that story. Um, yeah, I never heard that. Yeah, no, dude. That's. I, but I, the only reason why I asked you about the jumping and stuff was because um, my brother Kalen from uh, the Halal and stuff like that. You know, he's he's jumped and he's I think he's had like fucking five or six hip in, uh, replacements. What? Yeah, like hip dude. replacement? Like take them off. Redo them, then put it right back on. Yeah, like, so those those parachute like landings or... aren't the best on your body. You could compare <clears throat> the, the impact of the landing. Of, if you were to jump off the first-story roof of your house, your yeah. second-story house, and you jump same off the shit. roof, the way you would hit the ground, about the same impact. Oh, man, that's, that's sucks, crazy. Dude. I couldn't because, do that at 300 Because the parachutes that, that are made for the military to jump, they're for quick insertion. Right. Ah. Right. Quick insertion. Yeah, but they're made for quick <laughs> insertion. <clears throat> so, you know, you don't have time to just be gliding around in the air. You have to get out of the plane right. to the ground right. as fast as possible. So, you know, you, you train, you train. Airborne school is three weeks long. And you train and train and train day in, day out, proper landing. No, the only reason I'm laughing now because you're like you're like you're not you're not trying to like glide in there, and now I'm thinking of like some military guy gliding in like <laughs> fucking with his feet up like, hold on, I'm not, hold on. Don't fucking shoot yet. I'm not there yet. Not there. <laughs> I'm out of range. He's all flying okay. around like an airplane, like woo. <laughs> <laughs> you see him like coming around, like back again, like doing figure eights and shit, kicking his legs. Ah, oh, you miss me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like he going in on a Super Bowl or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> flying into the That's stadium. That's what I'm thinking about. I, man, I just wonder like what you think of, dude, before you fucking land, dude. Like you know you're going through fucking like people shooting at you and shit like that, and then. You're thinking about landing your damn self. Like, fuck, I don't want to buckle my knees and shit like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I'll tell you what goes through your head because cause I was also in Panama. Get down, get down, you know, get was, down was, as fast as you can. I, I was a brand new pi- private when we went into Panama uh-huh. for Operation Just Cause. And that was my first combat experience. Well, we, what operation was that? Operation Just Cause. Just, just cause, cause just cause we have to go in there <laughs> and do that, some rocket science. Like that operation minus will. That must have been the tomorrow operation. Yeah, dude. Where are we going? Uh, just cause. Just, yeah, just cause. cause. <laughs> minus will, dude. Let's yeah. do it. Dude. Don't, don't, ask don't ask minus questions. Well. We're already down here. <laughs> Let's do it. But uh, you know that that jump was a 500 foot combat jump, and I remember. Damn. Yeah, we're we're in C-130s, and there's guys getting shot in the door, and I just remember the jump master. He cut their static line and throw them to the side. And we just had to go, go, go. And you're 500 feet, you see tracer rounds coming out. They're hitting your canopy. And you pretty much as soon as you jump out, you have four seconds, your shoot open. And it seems like an eternity, but a fast drop. And, yeah, you're thinking, oh, shit, oh, shit, please don't let me get hit. But at the same time, you're so trained, training takes over what you have to do 
before you hit the ground. How do you prepare yourself? Right. You know, so it does. Training does take over. It's drilled That's into you crazy. so hard that at that moment you're like, okay, this is what I got to do because you know if you don't do that and you get fucked up because you hit the ground wrong, right. and you're you're just laying there jacked up. Somebody comes up and shoots you. You're, you there's not shit you can do. You always mm-hmm. resort back to your training. Damn, that's crazy. I don't even know how we ventured off. I mean, I, I remember I asked you uh, or said that you were part of the military. I didn't know we were going in the, uh, that depth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's dope, though. I never, I never even yeah. knew Mark was, was in the military. But now, the see, he's not just a drummer. <laughs> he's not just a drummer. And not, not just, just a carpenter. <laughs> yeah. And not just a carpenter. He's I'm a jumper. A, I'm, also, <laughs> I'm also a welder. Yeah. <laughs> he's I a jumper. <laughs> Damn. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. But that's tight. I mean, I'm glad we talked about James. that. That's James. Yeah. But let's just let's, <laughs> let's segue Double back to OG. let's segue back to the topic that you brought up because it's a good topic. Which one was that? I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Oh yeah. The potential. So um yeah, the potential's there, right? The potential is there. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen. I, I honestly don't know if the shit pops off the way like it like you kind of like see all the shit in the the media. I mean, just imagine. I mean, that's that's another that's another thing we've never experienced. We've never experienced any kind of nuclear war. Like there ain't there ain't been no nuclear war since I, you know. I never wanted Japan. to, bro. I yeah. ne- but do do you think a nuclear warhead can hit Guam? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. dude. Dude, it can. No, I I I mean I know it can hit Guam, but do you think we would stop that motherfucker with a fucking sidewinder missile or something like that? Or from what I what I've been watching recently, they say uh, to take one, it might be easy. Oh yeah. But remember, you're taking out fifty. But. Uh, how many missiles do you think he's gonna shoot at one time? You don't know. Well, we don't know. Hey, we don't really no, know we what don't his know, capabilities but, are. Yeah. I mean, the military knows. Obviously, the intelligence knows. Right. He might only have one or two. Yeah. He, you know, and they might even two, be does. Right. You know? but, but yeah, but okay, I mean, one yeah. or two so is enough. So why don't we? Oh, okay, okay. You're you're pointing towards us. So why don't we just just Point right back. when it starts launching, dude, just shoot it right there. I think that's. Can we? I mean, I'm sure that's I what mean, they're thinking. We, we, I think we our, have ships right outside of. I mean, isn't that out of Korea? Yeah. During the Cold War and the nuclear arms race, Ronald Reagan was, and they had the Star Wars program. And I believe that's what the whole Star Wars program was about: was intercepting missiles that were right. launched right. our direction. Um, no, but what it, I, if I'm if I'm correct, from what I remember earlier this year, when North Korea was talking about all the shit, how Trump had reenacted or reinstated the. Uh, that program uh-huh. to do the intercept of any any potential nuclear missiles launched our territory. So, I know they had think they actually had done some tests out in the Pacific doing that. Yeah, recently. Yeah, right, right. They, they did some tests, and, they, and they they worked, you know. But right. uh, one of the intelligence <clears throat> officers was on there, and he said the problem isn't going to be hitting one; it's going to be hitting fifty. Um, right. You know, can we hit fifty? We don't know. We don't know if we can hit fifty, but we know we can hit one, right? Uh, another thing is, do we have that kind of time time capability? Because for one, whether they're showing online or showing on TV, um, they can reach New York, potentially reach New York in 34 minutes. They can reach us in, in like 25, San Diego. Yeah. They can Ooh. reach Guam in 15. So, yeah, shit's crazy. But, I mean, or L.A. They said L.A., not uh, San Diego. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, so, no, San Diego is <laughs> a beautiful city. Yeah, 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 don't hit San Diego. Yeah. Just, you know, you want yeah. to take the charges out there. Yeah, yeah we don't hit us. We still have to do yeah, you, We, we can, can always build a Hollywood yeah. in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, that's all good. Hey, you, we can, you, can, beach, you can take baby. out the charges. We still got a people show we got to do, so don't be yeah. messing with us. Yeah, we fuck around. <laughs> but, uh, don't get all of us but yeah, pissed you know, off. The, I mean, the potential 
of threats or you know we'll keep an eye and see what what happens i um, mean hey this is crazy though it is it's a crazy I mean, time especially i mean with like you guys got kids and you know stuff like that I man i i don't even know why we're taking the chat i mean like if we're getting chat can you just so why not shoot first something? well the thing is, the is that if we shoot off if we pop off first i know we look then everybody else pops off. we look like yeah. the bully yeah yeah because everyone's going to start getting involved. And then you're going to have but, China, and then you have Russia. Okay, but, okay, so we had we had missiles launched at us numerous times already, correct? At us? No. No, dude. Yes. No. Like, he's been testing shit to fucking fly towards Guam. Well, he tests. Well, yeah. he, he does test missiles, yeah. yeah. He does test missiles, which yeah. I don't think is a... That's it's the not same against, motherfucking but it's shit. But it's not against the, what, the UN code or whatever that is, Mark? I know, but, dude, you're testing me, bro. You know what I mean? Why example, me? right now. You know, the middle, middle rules of engagement. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, dude, why are you acting bothering me like that? Right? Dude, <laughs> boom, I fuck you up. You know what I mean? That's why That's why you're not a politician, dude. No, that's why they need Guam in the politics, man. <laughs> so they can have that uh, attitude. Yeah, dude. Why you look towards me like that? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to press this button and fuck you, bro. <laughs> like that, dude. And then when he starts crying, then you say, "Okay, yeah. never mind." Shut then. up your face. Just, you just know come what? Come over and eat. Yeah, <laughs> dude, we made red rice for the dinner, dude, and we got some barbecue ribs. Come here, try this. Stop <laughs> crying. Stop crying. Stop crying. See, why I know, can't I know be it like was that? your family, but you know what? You're acting baba me wrong, dude. <laughs> what? If, what? <laughs> I told you not to look at me towards me like that. <laughs> Dude, only you, so only shy, you would think like that, dude. <laughs> no, but real, dude. Like it's, it's it's like being man in the street, dude. Like if somebody like says, "Oh, I'm gonna pull out a gun on you. You better fucking use it because if you don't use it, and no, if I had a pistol real. on me, that's real. If I had a pistol on me, and I seen you pull out a pistol, you know what I mean? I'm gonna fucking use my fucking pistol, dude, because it's like it's a life or death situation. Well, plus at that point you're even. Yeah, no, because you're gonna point at me. I'm gonna point at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? If something launches from Spring Valley to your house, I'm going to shoot back, dude. You know what I mean? Fuck it, bro. What is there to lose? Yeah. You're right. But, you know, it, no, it's, no, I definitely it's us showing respect, you know, and, and everybody that, oh, yeah, you know, U.S., you know what I mean, gives the benefit of a doubt. Why are you going to give the benefit of doubt until something fucking explodes on, on, on your own people? Or, you know what I mean? You got to wait for the... The, the threat to actually happen before you do anything. I think well, that that, goes back that's kind of like that. So that's going to be like the Chicago, you know what I mean, bombing. Oh, yeah, we've been watching these people, but we ain't did shit. We haven't arrested them because they haven't did shit. Yet. Oh, that's, see, that's, a, that's, the, that's a ghetto Noel come out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you're going to wait like 9-11, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, we've been watching these people. Yes, the government been watching these people. They've already been on a list, but we haven't fucking checked them. How come we haven't fucking checked them yet? You know what I mean? You should always put those motherfuckers in a check if they already have some kind of threat towards the United States. I would yeah, that, check I mean, that, no. well, I mean, that's uh, that's. I mean, that's pretty much what's what's going on now, right? It's kind of right. like the checks and balances that we have currently in the United States, and people don't like that. And this is gonna get way more political than we're trying to get, but no, you know, like, but, well, way but I mean, too it, fucking it, political. But it is. But I mean, seriously, but it's like, reality. As we have border patrols um, that are are trying to check for illegal em- immigrants, you have videos online who are, with, where people just want to fucking fuck with with the border patrol. 
You know you're an American citizen. Just answer the motherfucker's no, question. Yeah, what I, what I think he he's saying is like that's the moral what it should be. No, no, no. Like you know what I'm saying? That's that's the moral. You should never make a threat unless you fucking mean it. Right. That's the that's the lesson. You know the moral of the story. That's what you. It's like it's like what's going on within the streets of the United States. You know you got black people getting shot because they're pulling out pistols on police officers. Of course you're gonna get shot. You know what I mean? If you're not listening, God bless. (laughs) I mean, yeah, your chance your chances are a lot higher than uh, that of our counterparts, which are white people. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, yeah, if you talk back, you're probably going to get hit, and then you're going to get thrown in cuffs. Yeah. So. I'm going to slap you down and ask question later. Yeah, I, I, I could tell you. <laughs> I could tell you this much. You know, we could sit here and talk about the intelligence and, you know, what the U.S. isn't doing, what they should be doing and everything. But I guarantee you, the intelligence that we know about, that we hear about, is only... Scratching the surface of what we really have. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? I'm sure. Because they're, they're not they're not gonna reveal everything that they find to the general public. They can't. Right. Oh because, no, they can. Yeah, because no. they know so the that we have we have sleeper cells. We have people here that are anti-American. That unfortunately we've led into our country, and they live among us and stuff. So no, they they can't let all that stuff out. But I guarantee you, you know, how did they find out what his plans were? You know, because there's some kind of intelligence. Call, that motherfucker calls up Trump and be like, you know what, Trump, you better part your hair today, motherfucker, because we're about to let <laughs> something loose on the motherfucker September 11th or the 9th or whatever day. What, you, Trump, tell me the date, and I'm going to let loose that day. Guaranteed. Oh, I am. <laughs> now watch. And then Trump's over there, and he's probably brushing his yeah. teeth. Yeah. Like, Kim said what? What did Kim <laughs> say? Give me my toupee, motherfucker. Hold on. Give my damn phone. Give my phone. I'll tell this motherfucker fix right now. Fix this comb over right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll fix this comb over. And you know what? I'll call your bluff. <laughs> like, like, hold him. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you, I mean, you know, it's two, it's two guys just yeah, doing pulling each other's chilies. Dude, yeah. they just want to see who got the biggest one. Exactly. Yeah, That's all it is, I don't bro. know. Dude, Trump got big chili, bro, I think, dude. I, I put my money on Trump because he's not Korean. Yeah. yeah. And that got the that's, that's a ballsy motherfucker, dude. He's been firing a lot. He's been firing a lot of people. I, I, dude, I, that don't about, fucking... I mean, both of them are crazy. Yeah. I mean, bottom line, both of them are pretty crazy. Oh, oh. Uh, the thing is, I don't think Trump understands the magnitude of what can happen. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. If, if he if he says something, like 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 what I'm saying. Well, he, well, you know, he does, but he doesn't give a fuck. That's it. Because he's got his military advisors all around right. him. I'm sure when he says something, they're going and slapping their forehead, going, "Son of a bitch, he said it." Yeah. He like, you know what I mean? Like he's like, push it, push the red button. Let the shit go. You know what I mean? Like now, he's not, do it now. Come he's like, on. He's not even like he's like and you, then you have the advice. But you know, this could happen. But you happen also have to think about no, 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 you said it was cool though, right? You said it was cool. <laughs> Jacob, you said it was cool, right, Jacob? Jacob. <laughs> we right? talked in the hallway, you said it was cool. But, <laughs> now like, you want to change oh, your mind. Pres- no, but you said it was cool, right? <laughs> yeah, see? He said it was exactly. cool. Go ahead and push it. Push the damn button. Yeah, Trump, uh, Trump dude, is like the, the younger cousin, bro, that always get all the older ones into fights. Right? Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> he's, he's the, young, he's the young cousin right? that... He's like, dude, fuck I am, dude. Dude, I know you can fuck I am, dude. Guaranteed. <laughs> Don't worry, I got Just your go. back. Dude, you know? Peter Paul, go over there and fuck I am right now. <laughs> If you I don't fuck crazy. I am, I'm going to fuck I you, bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but, you better uh, go do it right now. Just so we don't continue the politics. That shit, man, that was, that was pretty long, actually. But, okay. I mean, it was good very talk. Good. Probably, was, probably, probably yeah, very good talk. Because I was thinking about it all well, day. Well, we love you, but Grom, I, and we thinking about you, man. Yeah, yeah. for real. And uh, we hope uh, 
And we hope, you know, I do hope that nothing go, comes of it. Hopefully everything just chills out. Yeah, everything yeah. chills out. That's what I hope. Because, dude, know? if something does happen, you know what? I'm going to drive my Sprint from here to uh, Korea. Guarantee. Or you, either that or you send some of uh, your sales uh, and your, your rangers it. and just yeah. send this really fast. Yep. I'm going to get all the people. Yes. I'm going to push all doing. of them. Yeah. <laughs> have, the boy, have, have the boys take care of it. Yeah. yeah. This morning, Kim Jong has passed away from a heart attack. Yeah, because he took uh, Ugam Puga. He had several stab wounds to the heart. He took <laughs> Ugam Puga from uh, Ugam Treatment Plan and Talafofu. Um, died but in his sleep. Of other heart. things, in the, uh, I guess, in the current news, um, we have our boy Koa. Shout out to Koa. Yeah. Hey, Koa. He, had, he had released... Uh, a new I, single, right? Yeah, he released a new single. Uh, they sent it over to me uh, this week. Nice. Uh, so... I think we should uh, take a break and cut to that since we just went to our politics. We'll uh, jam some songs. She's getting let a little Koa. bit too deep. Yeah. yeah, put us in a better mood, over. Yeah. Um, but Koa's song, what's the name of the jam? I think I'm Falling in Love, something like that. Falling in Love? Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, maybe they need to play that for Kim and Donald. You don't want me to fall in love. <laughs> yeah, play it for Kim and Donnie. Yeah, <laughs> so this one's dedicated to the uh, Kim and Donald. Hope you all figure it out. It's for, the bi- for the yeah. bipolar couple. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Par Bar late at night. <laughs> <laughs> Love line. Yeah. yeah, get your groove on, girl. I just want to let you know, baby.
Koa with uh, I think it's Fallen in Love. Yeah. Or Fallen. Either yeah, one. I love you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's his jam. It's, it's tight. It's cool. It's yeah, different. It's, di- it's different. It's different. Yeah. I'm going to ask him because Koa uh, wants to come back on and I want him to come back okay, on. Okay, so, so he can explain. I'll, have, I'll this. ask my questions there. That way nobody thinks I'm yeah. bullshit. And I won't even ask him because uh, he's going to play Saturday at our uh, fundraiser. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's there. Uh, so if you're not going to the beer fest, FYI. Which is going to be a pretty good show. We're going to be down in the Santee, Pacific Island Brewery. I'm going to be backstage with Jay Boog's ass. He ain't going to be backstage nothing. All right. He's going to have a backstage pass like on Wayne's World. (laughs) (laughs) That's just I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Oh, yeah. Of course. Everyone tries. I know Noel wouldn't. He definitely would try. If I get some audio. That'd be tight. Y'all ain't saying shit to me Pic- the rest hey, of the year. Pictures or videos. I just see a picture. Or it didn't no. happen. No, if you get the audio of me talking to J-Book, boy, <laughs> what do you mean it didn't happen? Hey, he could be talking in the background. You're just yeah. answering his questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like an interview from a YouTube or something. <laughs> so, J-Book, how does it feel? Oh, it feels good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that good, bro. Yeah. Every time he asks a question, J-Book's singing. Yeah. <laughs> He's singing the answer. So, what was your first song? Is uh, Love, Love Season? <laughs> <laughs> but that's... Uh, uh, he can't. I don't know if he wrote that with City Side or if he, uh, or if uh, that came from the LA group that he was working oh, the, with. The saying, saying, yeah, right, from yeah. Because I know he did another song with them too. I think, yeah, which I want to check out too. But um, man, while we're on topic of music, and this came out, and we were kind of bring, I was kind of bringing it up to you guys a little bit earlier. <clears throat> um, so Pia Mia recently had a new song, and uh, I, don't I saw this. people post it, and I was like, well, let me check it out. You know, of course, I gotta go check it out. And man, she reps Guam pretty hard in there, though. That's tight. If you haven't seen, she the video. did. She did in the first song no, too with did. Chris. She had, she had a, um, she had, she had some flag in the back. She had the Guam. She had Denny, yeah. Red rice, uh, She had her her Latin stone. It ain't, it ain't real until Kylie Jenner eating red rice and finna Denny. <laughs> That's her best friends or something like that. <laughs> uh, and on a hood of a car. Yeah. Eating thin of Denny and rice on the hood of a yeah. car. Was it a car or on was a, it a Guam bomb? On a, on a, on a mini truck. <laughs> yeah, on go. a on mini a truck. truck. Yeah, on a mini truck. Nap Z with a Toyota hood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll believe it. Nah, yeah, uh, it's a toy <laughs> But yeah, she was. So I mean, she reps Guam super hard on there. But I can't say. So when I was listening to it, um, I saw like a couple comments, you know, because I mean, she had, she had maybe like a, I don't know couple thousand hits maybe even a million i'm not like, sure nonetheless some people said oh this song's song stolen and i was like what do you mean song stolen right so i check out uh this dude uh his name's fino uh caribbean jamaican dude or something like that dancehall type 
kind of like that, yeah. yeah. Kind of like that Egyptian kind of feel. Remember Egyptian? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he came out with a song called I'm, I Am a Fan or I'm, I'm a Fan. And it's the exact same hook, exact same beat. Um, I'm not sure if it's the exact same lyrics yet because I haven't listened that much in detail. That's I, I guess that's what I got to do next or whatever. But the hook is exactly the same, kind of like what she did with Do It Again. And I'm not hating on Pia Mia. I no, mean, she's dope. You know, big ups and, and thanks for rep- representing Guam. But I can I can say it kind of feels weird when it's like what, what I've heard so far is exactly the same. Now, to your knowledge, can you sell songs that's already out? Like if J-Book wanted to say, sell uh, Let's Do It Again to her with a hook or something, can, can you do that? Yeah. If he has rights to it. Yeah, and there's permission given. So we don't let, let, we let, let, talk let, about shit again like we always do. Right. No, like let's say, um, like let's say I bought a song from you. Yep. That's my song. That no. is officially my song. No bullshit. It's still my yeah. song. And he's I done mean, it again. Can he but no, that, that's you, what I'm saying. So you can sell that again. Low. Right. So you, you, you could turn around and sell that. Right. Well, depending, unless, depending on what the agreement was when yeah, you purchased it. Yeah, unless, unless, unless you put in something in your... Uh, like it, once it gets to you, then it stops. Yeah. Right. And I like, I'm going to sell you the song, but I want you to make sure that you always put songwriter uh, Vince T. Boom. Oh, that so that way, no matter what, where that song goes, songwriter Vince T. You always uh, get credit for it. Did Michael Jackson do something like that? He purchased the, the rights to all the Beatles songs? Yeah, he, got his, they got their, he owns their whole catalog. Right. That's oh, crazy. Yeah. Well, great. Guess we're not going to hear that, that stuff no, no more. Are you going to hear it in a pop version? No, he did. No, he, oh, shit. They said about that about Tupac. He's dead. <laughs> Michael Jackson's got a new album coming out next year. What you talking about? Like Tupac? Yeah. He's got a duet with Tupac? <laughs> <laughs> That's bullshit. That's it. Where's this, where's this mystery island at where they're all hiding? So uh, what if the, the songwriter went like this? APME, I got a song for 10000 but I'm selling it to everybody. Think she'll buy into it. Well, this is what let's I heard. See, like, oh, let's see who can come out with this is, the best uh, version. Of no, this is what I this is what I read. Cause then I wanted to know. I was like, well, how the hell does someone get the same song? Either she jacked this dude, or um, and she about to get sued, or something else happened. So I, I researched it. I guess there's a guy who uh, wrote it. His name is uh, on Twitter at least. It was like I I am D Carlo. He has Wait. a bunch. Of, he's on. D. Carlo? Yeah. Is is that that's not the same? Um, I'll look it up. Yeah. It, it might be the the famous producer. Yeah, I think and it Don might Carleone? it might be. No, 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 no. That's it's just I am D. Carlo, and he has a bunch of stuff on SoundCloud, and I guess you know from there you can like you know I guess he kind of well, throws they, it out maybe, there. Maybe maybe that one first dude just leased it. Well, he, no, he said he sold it to both. Because he he well, kind of like dumb of of final because obviously that song gonna blow up now. Well, I mean, so it was already kind of like doing well before she came out with it. I mean, but but they put a, another hip hop guy on, and right, and right. That's, that's she makes it a little more popular to hit L.A. I mean, of course, it's gonna yeah, get the, more. The market is way bigger, right? Well, just for her, I guess. he's gonna get bigger off of it too now, but just oh, because yeah. of that. Um, nonetheless, I mean, like I said, he is on his thing. He says um, I sold rights to both of them. I don't know how that works. You yeah, know, I've maybe seen, he's I've like seen you could do that. You know, maybe they bought it at around the same time and. Nonetheless, I mean, she she got her song, and but I can say this. I mean, this is only for me, and this is why I bring it up. That's for me the problem with the industry as music. Oh yeah, is that a, a writer can come out here and be like, hey, you know, got some songs for you guys to buy and write. 
or I, I wrote, and it's all done. You just got to sing it, you know, and just put your put your face on it. And <laughs> That's then what country music's about right now. I mean, yeah, it's getting there. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm glad you said country because I logged on to my DJ pool today. I seen this country dude did a, a country version of Baby Got Back. I heard I heard that was done. <laughs> and I won't I won't even listen to it. Baby done got Baby back. Baby got back. I think it's slower, they say. Yeah, it's country. I mean he I just I just started busting up. I didn't think it was real. Then I heard it, I was like, Oh, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like what's that, that white boy band LA that did their version of Oakland uh, Booty. The white Baby boy band that did their back. version of uh Boys in the Hood? No, it was a uh, alternative. Uh, no, no, rock. But you, you know, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it was. Boys uh, in the hood are yeah. always hard. No, it's uh, no, it's it was like um, that was like 2004, when the Weezer band was out. Cause the boys oh, yeah. in the hood are always. But you know hard. what? The, it's corny, talk, but yeah. it's just kind of sick too. Yeah. At the same time, that's what I was gonna say about the. That's what yeah. I was gonna say about the, the country song, the country shit. cover. Like, yeah. like it, it, it's whack. Yeah. It's whack, but the way he did it, his harmonies were sick, bro. Yeah, and, I mean, and I was that, like, damn, that's pretty tight. Right. I mean, even when Genuine's, um, they did that alternative beat of it. Uh, alternative band did um, Genuine's Pony. Oh, really? Oh, man, that shit is hard. That shit's really hard. Because cause it's all like R&B and like, kind of like with some auto-tune, but then when the chorus comes in, it's all like rock. And it's like slow still. It's kind of tempo, yeah, but it's probably just a lot more aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just pretty cool. Anyway, but that's I mean for me that's that's an issue. You're right. I mean like there's no there's no originality, and then you start realizing what producers are are producing what. You're like you know you can you can know when Pharrell's on there, right? Because he always intros with the uh, he triples up his uh, beat in the beginning, boonch 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 boonch, and then it goes into the Pharrell beat, and then that's true. And then uh, you know, you know, when Khalid's on there, you know, like DJ Khalid, we the best, we the greatest, or whatever the fuck he says. Like, what the fuck? And then it just becomes like a a production of the industry. Like everyone's on this certain area. So, like, with with that being said, right? You know, where does an artist? I, I guess become right? an artist. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Because that's, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. You know, if you look at artists of old. They wrote music, they wrote the lyric, and now there's somebody else writing lyrics for them, or they're grabbing a song that somebody else wrote, yeah, the music, they have the right. voice and giving it to them, and then they're adding lyrics well, that somebody else wrote, and this person's the, just singing the, it. That's the business. That's what I'm saying. You know, so, right. That's the the business. I mean, Dude, I got right. the dope, but you got the fight. But we're also the consumers. Smoke it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so it's either, either we're just dumbing down music too much to the point where... We're not teaching the generation about enough no, music, exactly so they can also appreciate the differences and understand what's really supposed to be like musical theory and all that good stuff, right? Because if if a kid can't understand jazz, he's never going to get there. If a kid can't understand a music theory, he's never going to get I th- there. I think he's jazz gonna take, will be lost in about twenty years. Yeah, no, I mean it might even be sooner. I hope not. No, yeah. because old school music will always be there, dude. Well, that's the thing. You look at Motown and stuff like that. You keep that alive, and it has no. But if you keep watering down every song, yeah, into this new industry, they're gonna be like, oh no, that's that's not a what's called that's a Beyonce song, and they're gonna be like, no, this came from uh what's called, and this came from so and so, and they're like, nope, this one's better. Somebody like if Beyonce did like uh, redid like Stand by Me, like you know what I'm saying, right? Or or you actually you could take Ice Cube's uh, today was a good day, right? Who's the original artist of that? Uh, um, Isley Brothers, right? 
Algebra? Algebra, I thought it was... Uh, uh, See, we don't even know. <laughs> no, I was thinking of... The, I can't the, think of the, the name, beat, right? The music? George, uh, George, George Clinton. Clinton. George Clinton. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's the original? Is that the original, though? Yeah. That I don't that, know. That I don't know. I but I'm pretty sure because George Clinton was all, almost all, all original, yeah. right? But then it goes down into the next generation who's going to break down that beat even more. Yeah. Right? And, and they won't gonna, even know who George Clinton is. And then you're going to forget who George Clinton is. But what I'm saying is that that's going to, for me, that's going to happen with music. You're eventually going to forget all the theories and stuff. You're just going to look at a, a machine and be like, well, I know this chord goes with this chord because this is what the machine tells me it's supposed to be. Technology? Yeah. That That does... It's both good and bad. Right. Because bad that people won't be really playing instruments anymore, I guess. And I think good, I, I want to say someone it, said that before. I don't yeah. know if it was like Jeff Buckley or someone was like on a thing. He's like, I can see how music can um, start transitioning into like just a person, one person able to make every single sound on a board. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Well, shit, talking about that. I went to that uh, that Sam Torres show up in L.A., Lowrider show, right? And they had that uh, young DJ girl. I think she's like eight years old, nine years old. She's the one that did that um, that Snoop Dogg and, and the whole West Coast, whatchamacallit. She's I don't know, dude. Young ass... Young ass Asian girl, dude. Boy, she's spinning, and scratching it up, dude. Yes, yeah, like on, hard, like on, on some records, like yeah, record? yeah, yeah that's that's tight. tight, dude. Dude, mm-hmm. she was up there, man, and she was spinning for at least a good forty-five minutes, dude. Had the crowd going, man. She's so badass. Um, Somebody so brought her up DJ, like that, though. That's the thing. DJ Lydia. We'll fact check this, but yeah, but I mean that's that's or DJ Liv. That's the yeah, thing Livia. is is when you do that. When you have yeah. someone who can do like the original stuff and start playing like right. the original ways, it's. I'm not saying like it should be, um, like that's what you should focus on, but you should know about it at least try to attempt it or get there, right? Because that's part of your basics. Right. Music is that in, in music that should that should be your basics. Right. If you're a great DJ but you don't know anything about music history like at all, and that, I'm not saying they're yeah. that you know like Skrillex or any of those guys out there yeah. don't know that stuff. But if you are, like, for me, that's... Eventually, it's going to show. Eventually, it's going to show. It's going to be like, yeah. this motherfucker don't know what he's talking about. Right. Well, most great DJs, I mean, they know something. Yeah, they right. know at least, everything. At least, from, the music at least, from, at least from, from the 50s to now. They have to know. Well, they also have to know how to work a board. But oh, I don't know. I don't well, know not I, anymore. See, and I don't know how to work a board. But does that necessarily mean you're uh, a great player as well? No. You have, well, you have to have an well, ear Like a DJ. You know how DJs work boards? Yeah. Does that mean you know music? No, not necessarily. It means you know how to work the board. It means you know how to beat match. Yeah, see, I don't, and I don't know that. But to have, beat, to have a good bass, you have to have knowledge of the old music and stuff where you can be sitting there mixing something up and, like, you know, like no head, music, like, like, like on, a, on a, like, on a, on a scale level, like, you know what key it's in and stuff like that. Right. Or, know like what song goes with what like or like just yeah just music in general i guess like I the music as a, as a dj knowing what song would go with what because like i say you could be playing playing some jam and then your mind go damn you know what this old motown song right here has a nice this, this has a nice beat match grab that album off you know, throw it in there throw your headphones on and find it whether you have to speed up or slow down or whatever to make it match and then mix that in 
just make it a background sound. You know what I mean? Right. To match that yeah. song that's playing. I mean, that's a good DJ that can do that, that knows what he has in his library. And, man, that song is bomb on this. Yeah. I See, and I, I don't know that stuff. I can tell you what. I still it's don't talent. know that stuff. It is yeah. talent. Yeah, for sure. I always thought it DJ talent. was talent. Yeah. I, I always thought, like, um, playing on, on your records and, and, like, scratching on stuff. When I saw my boy do it for the first time, I was like, shit, I can't do that. You know, I got I got a boy. I got to send a shout out to him right, right now, uh, Samoan cat Marcus Father Tafono, man. And uh, him and I, we we DJ together in high school, dude. But this guy, you were a DJ too in high school. Yeah, this is guy. there something that he can do? Yeah. yeah. So you telling me he could build Zach. me a house, he could bandage me up, and then play me some nice music? But yeah. I can't. I can't swim on my back. <laughs> yeah, Zach of all <laughs> But this this cat Damn. this cat had a music library that. Any DJ out there look at it and they would envy. And he knew every album and every song on those albums. And we would be doing a party and he would be playing some jam. Like he'd be playing some raw bass. And he would reach up and pull out some song, song from like stylistic and throw it up on there and he would make it match, throw it in and blend it right into the next song. Yeah. And that guy was good. And that guy, he's, he still DJs to this day. I believe he now he lives up in uh, Seattle. He moved up to Seattle, but uh, that that guy he's good, man. Cut, cut father, that guy guy's badass. So let me ask you this question uh, this before this before we get out of here, because um, because uh, Vince, you DJ now for parties and stuff like, like that, like semi, yeah, nothing like old school, but not so. like the old school stuff, right? You're not you're not scratching like no. ones and twos, no. DJ such and such, uh, I do whatever's easiest on my back. Like I ain't got to lift too much stuff. So if that's <laughs> computer, I'm gonna do it. My father-in-law is trying to sneak through here. He thinks like we can't. I know. Can't. I was like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Sorry. Like, he's about to go to a wedding out there in uh in Tennessee. Nashville. Yeah, shout out to him. He going to That's the great. He going to the Graceland. Hey, yeah. you visit the Jack Daniels uh, Distillery, man. Bring back some bottles. Are you gonna go check out um uh Elvis Presley's home and all that good stuff? That's what I said, Memphis. <laughs> Whatever. A lot of cool stuff out there, though. No, Nashville. That's a. Uh, that's the home of country, though. That's a, yeah, that's a uh, that's a national recording place too, right? Yeah, yeah. Opry's yeah. At and that's where. Yep. You gonna check all that stuff out? Where you out there? Known that too. Yeah, if he gets a chance, he said he's gonna go. Ooh. Oh yeah, country food, country food, country fried steak, fried, fried chicken and mashed taters. Shit on a sh- uh, shit on a shingle. Oh, uh, is it? <laughs> Some bits. All right, pops. We'll have a good, uh, safe trip. Okay. Shoot. You know what, though, Rich? I, talking about the whole music thing and the loss of like musicians and artists. You look at what's going on right now in our schools. Right. Oh, all the art, art programs are gone. Yeah, all these art programs, music programs, everything. They're making all these budget cuts and they're cutting all this stuff out. Right. And the sad part is, is that you have kids coming up that naturally are these music music artists. Right. And they may never be able to harness that because they don't know yet unless they're given an opportunity in school to have that class and go, dang, you know what? I'm really good at this. I love this. Right. Let me harness this as an art and move on with it. Because some, you know, some kids, they might be born with it naturally, but they don't get that at home. Right. School would be the only place that they would get that. That's like know? six hours or, you know, six hours of the day. Parents yeah. that work for eight hours. Yeah, and, that, and then and you that, come home. I mean, like you're like, all right, do your homework. Do your homework. Do your chores. Eat, eat your food. You know, and that, and that's the sad part. That's where I think it, a lot of it's getting lost at too. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. Hey, but then again, there's always a kid that will pick it up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As yeah, 
it's 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 heard or whatever and be like, you know what, I like that tune. You know what I mean? Let me go try to fiddle with it. You know what I mean? And be like, hey, mom, can you buy me a guitar? Or, you know, dad, you know, do you think you could buy me a drum set or something like that? Because it, it, there, there is still a lot of, like, talent that even the parents, they don't play or whatever like that. But, but the, kid the, has kids, the kids have it and they hear it and they like it. So they enjoy it. So they just keep on playing it. Yeah, and as long as the parents are, I guess, open-minded enough to, yeah. to see that yeah. and accept it. Like, no, you don't need that shit. Yeah, dude, get, dude, the, yeah, get we, that hammer right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that, that was kind of like that. me. No, that's true, though. Too. On my mom's side, uh, no one's really a musician except for my Uncle Rick. Um, but, you know, he never played the uke or, or guitar in front of me. And, um, I, you know, I, I made myself play the uke. And I played on a broken-ass uke, my grandma's old broken-ass uke. She gave it to me, and she's like, you want to play? You play with this one first. So yeah. I fucking and back then I didn't have no YouTube and all that shit. You know what I mean? So it was just like learning. You picked it up and you try to learn. You try to figure out where these keys are and you, you the next best person help you. You know what I mean? Like, hey, how do I do this? How to do that? And you know you just keep on doing it. And you keep on doing it, and that's how it was. But you know now you got a bunch of other um, forces that can help you. I oh, guess yeah. learn. You know oh, yeah. like, and the I think phone I think apps. yeah I think there's a lot of um, open parents now to oh, be. Yeah. You know, parents are like I feel like are a little bit more open to kids venturing off and doing like random stuff. At least in San Diego, I should say. You know, yeah. like I I feel like if maybe if you grew up in like Texas, they'd be like, "You're playing football. You're playing football." I'll, t- I'll tell you, I guess you know, growing <laughs> growing up at my household, you know, my dad grew up working. I grew up working, <clears throat> but in school, my brother and I, on top of sports, we we're also into music. Mm-hmm. So I you know I learned how to play wind wind instrument. And my first instrument was clarinet. Then I, from clarinet, I moved to saxophone to trumpet. Yeah, but I had gotten away from <laughs> I'd gotten away from music for a long time, and it wasn't until here in the last few years that I got back into music. Yeah. Now I look at music. I could still read music. I still know the notes and everything. I know you know the trebles. Counts all and all that shit. Yeah, I, I know all that stuff. But at the same time, it's it's like a stranger to me too. Yeah. And I'm I'm trying to relearn all this stuff as I'm going. You know, and, and doing drums is something that I always wanted to do, but never really had the chance to, and I'm, I'm still learning that. You know, and, and finding beats and stuff like that is a whole different world from having sheet music in front of you and playing an actual wind instrument. Right. Yeah. So it, it's totally different. But if I never had that opportunity as a kid, I probably wouldn't have the love for music that I have right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, unless it was something that was just naturally in me. Some people have that. Right. So, I, I I just wish that we could do something with the schools where we could bring that music back. Yeah. To the school. And I, I mean, I wish we would glorify glorify a little bit more original artists as far as like you know Koa, you know like oh, yeah. I mean the the song that we played earlier don't sound like nothing I ever heard. You know it it brings me back to like certain certain like feelings I guess in, in my head, but. Um, but it doesn't it's sound like right now. Yeah, it doesn't sound like someone. It's I not could pick sampled. that song out of somewhere else. Like I, I could pick that. No, I could pick that song out of. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you know, you know what I mean? Like it's not sampled, dude. And I fucking as much as I can appreciate it, I also hate it. You know, like God, dude, come out with something original, please. Like help us out. Like stop just taking taking all the greats like rhythms. You know what I mean? Get off James Brown nuts, you know what I mean? Like get off the get off all their fucking hooks. Come up with your own. Yeah, come up with your own. 
You know, be more than just a pretty face on a fucking video. It's good to have the yeah. influences, but, but make stuff your own. Yeah. Right. And it, it may suck, you know, it may suck fucking doing, but shit, do it. It's more credible that yeah. way. But, the, I, the, but then I think that's people that grew up with that kind of music. You know what I mean? Maybe. That know it, that they, that's how they know best. Right. You know, so they try to do Sampling what, and yeah, shit like that. Yeah. Well, once again, and it goes back to schooling. Mm-hmm. Is that if you're not taught, if I, I feel like yeah. if you're not taught those roots of rudimentary things, of, of just kind of creating things, and this is how, it, this is the fucking process. There ain't no easy easy way to it. Just like I tell Napu. Like, Napu doesn't, he doesn't want to practice other things because he really thinks he's good at, like, uh, right now his arm bar. And I'm like, that's not what you're learning this week. You could be good at the arm bar, but you got to be good at everything else, too. You got to practice everything. And how are you going to get that guy in yeah, the arm bar? Yeah. yeah. You got to practice everything. That's it's all true. part of it. You know, it's, it's your basics. It'll be just, well-rounded. Yeah. Just like you know what you got to do, dude? You got to take them down to the the La Jolla uh, tide pools and catch them an octopus and throw an octopus on them. Say, <laughs> this is what you need to be. What? You oh. need to be an octopus. And just Look and how adapt. he walks up and down your arm. It, you know gonna walk you got to show him shit like that. You know what I mean? It's gonna walk so into it the sets gym. in his head. He'll be like, yeah, Mr. Miyagi be, over here. I have to be an octopus. Teach no, him how to paint, yeah, that's, how paint you give a, that's how you give him a goddamn phobia, motherfucker. <laughs> paint the fence. No, that's like... That was going to be like... Oh, my God. That's what I'll do with my kids, you know what I mean? I, I, well, that, I, I mean, think I always yeah. did similarity things to them, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, something like <laughs> if I wanted them to be like something, hey, you want to be stinky? You want to act like a skunk? Don't shower for like two weeks, boy. You're going to smell like shit. Guarantee. <laughs> Anyway, ain't nobody gonna like you, you stinky ass motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. I'm gonna gonna sign off there. Uh, (laughs) Mark, man, thanks for coming by and helping us out with the the table. We've been cutting it up and it should be at at its new home base here within the next few weeks. Um, Like we said uh, a couple weeks or a couple episodes back, we got big th- bigger things coming up for uh, the Par Bar. Yeah. So yeah. you should be seeing us. We haven't gone live in a while, but that's because we're trying to set up a, a little home base and all that stuff. So that should all be coming in play. Um, also, uh, Baby Joe has a, oh, yeah. uh, his dinner coming up down at the Guam Club. August 26th. August 27th. Some, well, that weekend, yeah. Yeah, Something that weekend. Like that, yeah. I think it's like $15, $10. Uh, he's still looking for sponsors, still needs help. He has a big fight. He now just posted up the flyer. We'll post that up with this episode as well. We also have the baseball game coming up September. Second. Second. September second. Labor Day weekend. FIFA baseball game. Oh, that's Labor Day weekend? Oh, yeah. Oh, we get drunk. We getting drunk. We get yeah, drunk. <laughs> yep. Bar Bar will be live, at, uh, live and direct from over there. Um, we should have our new equipment hopefully by then. Um, what else we got? Oh, Pete. Oh, Urentia has a yeah. fundraiser this weekend. Weekend. $25 over at Knocking Pacific Island Brewery. Thanks to, uh, uh, <laughs> did you not shower? <laughs> yeah, I smell the skunk. Dude. Are you trying to be a skunk right now, Jahi? Close your legs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we got our, uh, we got Par Bar, uh, our bartender, uh, Jahi in the house. Javen's off duty. Um, anyway. So it's on Saturday. Uh, starts at 5 o'clock. Yes. Yep. $25. And it gets you food, two beers, and that it. A lifetime of soda. And then Koa. <laughs> and a, Koa's going to be jamming. And yeah. a show, yeah. Koa's going to be jamming. We might have some, like, uh, random dancing, uh, depending on who you're asking. <laughs> Don't uh, ask me, dude. What's this fundraiser for again? Uh, this is for all our kids' costumes. 
Nice. And so it goes towards the Rented Dance Group for PIFA. Um, you know, our kids are broke. Our, our kids' families are broke. The leader and is so broke. we try to do the best we can to make sure that they don't have to pay that much out of pocket. Costumes can cost about 275 bucks to $500 depending on it. Oh, um, that shit ain't cheap. Um, you know, we try to bring it down to like $50, $100 maybe if we can get it down there. And then some of our families have like five people. So, um, five kids. No, yeah, five kids. And uh, anyway, uh, with that being said, we're going to take off out of here. Escalators. I love you guys. Shoot.